Lord of light, we come to you. Lord of all, be our saviour. Come to bless and to heal with the light of your love. Once again, we draw near to hear the story of light and love entering the world and the cries of a newborn babe. Good evening and welcome to this watch night service from our home. My name is Stuart and I'm the minister of St Ninian's Church in Stonehouse and tonight, as we spend the last moments of Advent together, it seemed appropriate that rather than being in an empty church, I should be in my house, just like you are in yours. If you're joining us for the first time, or even for the first time in a while, you and everyone else are very welcome. I think this is the first time in probably about 40 years that I haven't been in a church on Christmas Eve. Watch night has always been one of my favourite services as we wait together for that moment when Advent gives way to Christmas and we celebrate the birth of a child once more. Tonight, that wait is all the more poignant as we join together even though we're apart. Later, we will light a candle together, so you might want to get one now. from Luke at chapter 2 verses 1 to 20. 
In those days a decree went out from the Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was the governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver the child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them at the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favours. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing which has taken place which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had told them. But Mary treasured all of these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them.
join in prayer. In the beginning, God said, let there be light. Tonight, we come to celebrate the coming of the Christ light. We gather to remember that night so long ago when a young woman and her partner became parents. And into the darkness and messiness of the world, light and love were born for us, for all of us. Jesus born in Bethlehem, the place of his ancestors, a place overflowing with people who had travelled from far and wide to be counted, counted by their overlords. Tonight, we join from near and far because we cannot travel home. We join to celebrate the birth of Christ with or without our loved ones. We remember the shepherds who left their flocks to worship at the manger as we have left behind our preparations for tomorrow, to-do lists which never seem to get any smaller. We come to offer this time to reflect once more on that wonderful special night when into a world of chaos and crisis, the Christ child was born to bring light and hope into a dark world. Amen. Oh, 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 oh,
6pm tonight, the bells rang out across the world as children and adults stood on their doorsteps and church bells rang out in celebration and in defiance. They reminded me of words that I love, words that have a deep resonance with this moment when we say things like Christmas is cancelled and it just won't be the same. Ring the bells that still can ring. Forget your perfect offering. There's a crack, a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. So wrote Leonard Cohen an Anthem. Some of you have heard these words before, but in a very different context. 2020 will be a year for the history books. A year like none of us has ever seen before. A year we would all like to get behind us as quickly as possible. For each of us, there are times of crisis in our lives, but those tend to be things that happen to us or perhaps to our families. Sometimes those crises happen to communities when a disaster of some kind happens. Sometimes famine and drought or extreme weather affect whole countries or regions, but there are few things that affect the whole of the world in the way that this pandemic has. Every single person on the planet is in some way affected. And yet, in the middle of the difficulty, the isolation and the uncertainty, we have seen moments of kindness and compassion and consideration that we rarely see at other times. People have gone above and beyond for people mostly that they've never met before. Similarly, this church year has been pretty odd. We were thrown into Holy Week online as we entered lockdown way back in March thinking it would be for a few weeks, and yet here we are celebrating Christmas and entering another period of Tier 4 restrictions with no end in sight anytime soon. And despite all of that, for me at least, Advent has been a deep and rich season. I wonder if it has been for you. I wasn't sure why that should be the case until it struck me last week in a conversation that this journey through Advent, and even Christmas itself, is also a story set in the middle of a crisis. Israel is occupied by the mighty Roman Empire and the emperor has ordered a census. Everyone has to go home to be counted. But why? Why would you do that? Taking a census has always been about the allocation of resources. And in this case, the resources being allocated are military. The Romans want to know how many soldiers they need to station in Israel to keep the population subdued. So everybody has to go back home and be counted. Mary, a young girl engaged to be married, is pregnant. Another crisis. Being an unmarried and pregnant young woman would bring shame on her and her family and on Joseph, her fiancé. She could have been stoned to death. And these two things come together for Mary and for Joseph as they have to travel to Bethlehem, miles from their support network, miles from the people that Mary relies on just when they need them the most. Remember, there are no maternity services to help with the birth, and so the crisis deepens. When they arrive, there seems nowhere to stay. Another crisis. It seems as though the darkness is conspiring against them. At each turn, they're met with another problem, another hurdle, another reason not to. How could Mary and Joseph be the ones so ordinary, so vulnerable. Surely the odds are stacked against them. Ring the bells that still can ring. Forget your perfect offering. 
There's a crack. A crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. It's into the, all this chaos and uncertainty and darkness, into the middle of the crisis that God chooses to enter into the world. It's really easy to view all of it in a kind of theoretical way. It's a story that happened a long time ago and things were different then. And, and how do we know whether it's true or not? Or to look at the story of Jesus' birth in the soft glow of candlelight. The stable is warm and cosy and the straw is clean and, and the birth is painless. And Mary isn't terrified and Joseph, well, who knows what Joseph's thinking. When we do that, when we theorise or sentimentalise the story of Jesus' birth, we lose something hugely significant. We lose the humanity of it. The whole point of God slipping into skin, being born as a frail and fragile baby, is to enter into the human experience completely. To be human. To live our lives from start to finish. To feel what we feel, to see what we see, to hear what we hear and smell what we smell and taste what we taste. And God chooses to do this in a time of crisis. At one of those moments in history when things really could go either way. So perhaps the reason this journey towards the stable has been so unsettling this year is because for the first time we have all entered into that story in a similar state of crisis. These are dark times. I'm sure there have been moments for all of us when that darkness has threatened to overwhelm us. When your anxiety has got the better of you. When we've just wanted to pull the duvet back over our heads and stay in bed and hope that when we wake up it'll all be different. But in the midst of all of that darkness is a spark. Just enough to chase the darkness back a bit. There's a crack. A crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. Each time we choose the better way. Each time we notice the plight of others and decide to help. Each time we decide to check on our neighbour, the darkness cracks open and the light floods in. It starts slowly, like a piece of kindling taking light needs a match to start it. And it starts to catch and there's always that moment where it could cough and splutter and go out, not enough air or the wood's just a little bit wet or not quite enough paper. But when it takes hold, the light leaps up and the darkness is gone. Each time we put another's need ahead of our own inconvenience, each time we shop for what we need rather than stockpile what we can't even use, each time we resist the temptation to hug our family, that flame catches hold. That's how it happens. That's how darkness is defeated. So ring the bells that still can ring. Forget your perfect offering. There's a crack. A crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. When the light comes, it won't be bright like some holy star. When the light comes, it'll be bright like a smile is bright, full of the good news of new life. When the light comes, it won't be bright like angel light. When the light comes, it'll be bright in a way that 
sharing food around the table makes our spirits shine and makes life possible for the hungry. When the light comes, it won't be bright like some heavenly glory. When the light comes, it'll be bright in the way of a, a song of freedom, filling the lips of those oppressed as bright. When the light comes, it won't be bright like a manger glow. When the light comes, it'll be bright like the way children play in the noisy peace after conflict. When the light comes, it won't be bright like a sacred halo. When the light comes, it'll be bright in the way of a baby crying to fill their lungs with life. That's what it'll be like when the light comes. So when it comes, may we be found ready for this transformation that this moment brings. May we be found ready to witness a birth, not in stables and mangers filled with straw and shepherds, but the birth of hope and justice for all people in this world who have lived in darkness for far too long. In the darkness, we wait for the light. We wait for Christmas and some of us are happy while some of us are sad and most of us are both. In the darkness, we wait for the light. We wait for Christmas. Some of us are believers and some of us are unsure and most of us are both. In the darkness, we wait for the light. We wait for Christmas. And yet we can't see each other's faces. We don't know all of each other's joys and pain. In the darkness, we wait for the light. We wait for Christmas. We wait for a baby who is about to be born. In the darkness, we wait for the light. We wait for Christmas. We wait. We wait and we wonder and we hope for love. In the darkness, we wait for Christmas. We wait for Jesus to bring light to our world. In the darkness, we wait and God waits with us. In the darkness, we wait for Christmas and we hear the story that God tells of love. Here in the darkness, the choice is ours. Will we stay in the darkness or will we follow the light?
Call the angels, O God, to clear their throats, because the time is here. Prepare the stars to shine for all their worth, making a path for the travellers to follow, because the time is here. Ready the stable with hay and cattle to low a lullaby, because the time is here. Assemble the heavens, arrange the hour. The incarnation is about to begin, because the time is here. Time for you, God, to quietly slip on skin and to find yourself in our world vulnerable and cold. With hesitation may heaven let you fall into the lap of a fragile girl who's never mothered before. May we find ourselves, O God, not waiting for a story, but listening for the promise, not longing for a nativity, but urgent for incarnation. Not rehearsing a legend, but immersed in Emmanuel. May we find ourselves here because we expected you among us in flesh, in promise, in good news, with rumours of revolution, and hints of renewal and the spilling of justice, with goosebumps and with hope. The light shines in the darkness, so ring the bells that still can ring. Forget your perfect offering. There's a crack, a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. God comes into the darkness to bring hope to the hopeless and comfort to the brokenhearted and peace to the restless. God comes into the darkness to shine a light that darkness can never overcome. So ring the bells that still can ring. Forget your perfect offering, there's a crack, a crack in everything, that's how the light gets in. The time is now. The hour has come. The Christ child is born. God has broken into our world and made his home among us. I wish you all a peaceful Christmas filled with hope. join in prayer. In the crunch of midnight light, seeping now into our lives, we offer words of thanks for the word emerging in flesh among us. May we stare into each other's faces today and recognise you, one of us. May we pause before we speak and listen for your voice in the other, one of us. May we share together in this day, recognising we share it with you, one of us. May we laugh in the life that the good news brings and hear your laughter too, one of us. And may we hold each moment of wonder and sense you among us as one of us. May we search each other's eyes and find you looking back. 
one of us. And this good news of incarnation, may we know the world of love is here, that justice is taking root, that life has come again, that darkness is ending, that glory has been released, the captives have been set free, that the word of life is born among us. That's how the light gets in. Into Christmas night we go, stars glittering, the whisper of angels on the wind, the warm glow of candles flickering. Knowing that we have good news to share and a story to tell, may we remember that we are your beloved children too, God of all creation. And know that we have a place at the celebration of your Son. Amen. Sing, all ye